Welcome to the Sacred Rebels podcast, where we discuss life after trauma as we question societal norms and shatter stigmas. Are you a woman who longs for a sense of community and understanding? Well, stick around. There's a seat for you here. This is your host, Tay, and co-host, Amy. We're just two best friend millennial moms and entrepreneurs navigating life and motherhood while on a spiritual healing journey. We don't do surface level, and we're definitely not your typical moms, so let's dig deep. We plan to cover it all and take you behind the scenes as we share our personal experiences. Learn more about the holistic side of healing and introduce all the incredible humans we've met along the way. Join us as we, let's be honest, probably overshare the good, (laughs) the bad, and the ugly side of healing. We hope to help you step into your power. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Sacred Rebels. Today, we are going to call this episode the 13th step. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) No, so a little backstory. If you obviously caught the first episode, we told you guys that we recently just left the program of AA and we completed the 12 steps. So now we want to... We want to elaborate on the 13th step and what that means and what we're doing today. And we also just want to give a big shout out to all our listeners. 500 downloads in the first week was incredible. We feel so, so blessed. And we just knew that we had to do this to reach people because the outpour was incredible. And we're going to read a couple of our faves at some point. Yeah. So we'll start um, like we'll start every episode. We'll just start and take a deep breath, one hand on the heart for our intuition, one hand on the gut if you're not driving, and take a big breath in through the nose. And exhale, let that shit go. Let that shit go. And I'm going to pull the card tonight from our Sacred Rebels guidebook. This book has gotten us both through sometimes. It is our podcast name, so on brand. On brand. Always on brand. Do what we can to be on brand. (laughs) Release the dark wound. Let love live. Ooh. Okay, let's read a little Our favorite. The dark work. The shadow work, baby. Let me see the picture. We were literally just talking about this. Yeah, this is like where it's at. Yeah, we were joking and saying like, you know. Bring us the dirty. Yeah, give me the dirty. You don't have trauma. Move the fuck on. (laughs) I don't want to hear it. If we detach something from its source too soon, trying to force it to become what it is not yet ready or willing to become, we can unintentionally sap up its strength and kill it. There is a dark wound in the consciousness of humanity which demands perfection and denies process. If you are thinking of publishers before you have even written the book, if you are comparing your unfinished song idea to the latest best-selling pop release, if you have decided you are not good enough or worthy enough to succeed before you've given it everything you've got and asked the divine for help, then this dark wound has you in its grasps. Mm. Yeah, right? Like, yeah. This is it. Like, everybody's afraid. Do you know how many people also have reached out to us and been like, oh, my God, you guys did it. You started a podcast. (laughs) Like, like, we've been wanting to. So many women have been like, I've been thinking about it. And I I think we've maybe even, like, kickstarted a couple people to, like, just fucking do it. Because, you know, if that's – if I'm so worried about – 
what everybody's going to think about what I'm going to say. Listen, there's a lot of people that don't like me. Mm. A lot mm-hmm. of people. <laughs> and there's like a lot of people say, that- right? Like you always told me, always, what other people think of you is none of your fucking business. None of my business. None and I've business. really mastered that over the last six yes. months. Because for a long time, of course, that like mm. would take me out all the time. I was a people pleaser. Like yep. that's how I live my life because you know, whatever my own trauma was in that, like just wanting everybody to like me so bad. I just wanted to be likable. Yeah. Well, fuck that. It did nothing but cause me seriously pain, trying to keep friends that um, I knew weren't my friends, people not having my back, relationships not having my back, like, you know, all these things that I just got to a point where like, I'm not here to please everybody and i absolutely cannot please everybody Mm. so here we are just sharing our truths and there's a lot of people that don't like it but (laughs) there is hundreds of people that who are receptive who are receptive and who have reached out and said that they're on the same path and they just feel so like welcomed and a part of now, like, which is the whole point, right? Like we never want anyone to feel alone. And we knew, like we knew that there was someone out there that was feeling similar ways. Yeah. And we said it one person, if we help yeah. one person, then one person, one person. And we definitely reached way more than one person. Um, we picked a couple of our favorites. The outpour of the women. I, I just and and men like other people. Like w- yeah. it's not just women listening to our podcast. Like there's a lot of guys that reached out and were like, "Oh my god, your words were so great. Mm. You guys are so brave. Like this is such a, a topic that needs to be talked about because nobody's talking about it. Nobody. And there might there is there's like a few like other like you yeah know, podcasts that are couple. similar but not and this specific community and you know so again we are not here to bash aa i love aa yeah aa saved my life i did nine years in aa i am i wholeheartedly believe in the 12 steps i wholeheartedly believe in the process i believe that aa 100 saved my life i will call it brainwashing but somebody said to me one time when i was like oh man i was so mad like i feel like i was brainwashed and they said to me, they said, well, maybe, Aim, you just needed your brain to be washed. Yes. Right? Oh, my God. That's so good. So good. Because it's true. Like, you come in and you just need that, like, mental fog to disappear and you need, like, a good cleansing. Are you kidding me? When I came into the rooms of AA, yeah, dumb. I was dumb. I Shot. was homeless. <laughs> I didn't have a job. I just had, like, I was a mess coming back a from mess. California. I was strung out. I was like, I'm not, I can, I'm just going to not shoot heroin, but I'm going to still smoke weed and drink. (laughs) Well, eventually that always led me back to heroin. And so I needed somebody to take my thinking out and tell me what to do and like run my decisions by and say things out loud. And that, that's what it is. Right. And I, 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 I say it all the time. It's just like the teachings and the things, right? Like you had a sponsor and you would call the sponsor and you would say what you were saying to the sponsor. I mean, I know this is my truth. And I know that in my re- in my sponsee, sponsor relationships, those kinds of things, right? Like, it would happen. You would, like, give a suggestion or you would hear a suggestion and you were like, 
yeah, cool. I'm totally going to do that. And then you didn't do it. <laughs> you did you whatever the fuck you wanted to do. And you learned the lesson that you needed to learn. But you felt a little better because you were running it by somebody. And yep. then like once you messed up and did the thing anyway, you would go back to your sponsor like with your head. I mean, at least I would. With <laughs> head your down. head down, tail between your you legs. Like, right. Yeah, you were right. So I did the thing anyway. <laughs> even though I knew I wasn't supposed to do it. I knew it was going to cause me pain. I, I mean, how I mean? many times did I do that to you? I know. That's like you were my sponsor like i'd be like fucking like i did it again i did the thing anyway even though you told me that you know it wasn't the greatest idea but that was the thing it it, for me in my sponsor's relationship i didn't really go too much like in line with the big book because that just never really felt right to me i went on trusting yourself cool like giving you your power back like you know because that's that's who i am like I don't want to be a control freak. Was I in the beginning? Yeah, because it, it was like a power trip, right? Yeah. Like I had all these girls and I was like doing all these things and I'd walk into these meetings and it was like I'd arrived and I was like, and it was ego. Like, yeah, or, all you know, ego. I had For nothing sure. to do with any of the women that like were successful other than the fact that I just showed up because yeah. that was the teaching that taught me. These are the lessons and the things that I've continued to learn in that I took from my stepping stone of AA and now I continue to live my life by those same principles, by those same things. And it's just about showing up for people. It's about creating a safe space for people to listen, like reading, getting a fourth step read to you. Like I just learned how to listen. Yeah. And then, you know, like making things right when you cause The thinking of others was a big one for me. Like constantly constantly being in thought of others like just that was a big one for me for sure and then like ego driven talk about ego driven like I literally finished my four step like two weeks before I got a year sober because I like was determined to raise my hand to be like yep I finished my four step and I can sponsor you like all ego driven like like literally I stayed sober for like the first year just because my ego was like you're not gonna relapse like it's not gonna happen oh yeah same I definitely was like a lot of my times like in like darkness and like you know down those valleys that we have peaks and valleys I wouldn't use because of my identity that I created for myself in AA because I was like I'm not getting a white chip but again I stayed sober because of that until I got to the point. Whatever it takes, right? Whatever it fucking takes one day at a time. Whatever gets you there. Whatever Whatever gets you there. It might not be the best way, but I don't think there's any best way. There isn't, and that's what we're here to talk about. There's so much sickness. There's so much of that. There's so many people that are doing those things or on the other hand of it are getting high and they don't get honest because they're so afraid to be shamed yeah and they're like still going to meetings getting high or drinking or doing all these things like carrying the shame still going to meetings because they want to be sober so bad but they're so afraid to have to get a white chip because people are so fucking judgy and it's like that isn't love that isn't grace that isn't like accepting people for whatever human journey whatever the lesson they need to learn if somebody has to pick up a white chip fuck and 10 times in a month cool they keep yeah, showing it. up yeah do keep it showing happy up. for you like that's insane like everybody has an individual journey and that's what we really want to highlight here is that we all 
are on this human experience. We're all on this life thing together and nobody is perfect. We're spiritual beings having a human experience. That's, yeah. That's just what it is. That's it. And it's our job to learn these lessons. Yeah. And so if we are just hoping that if you're, you know, sitting at home and you're listening to this and you're like doing those things because you're carrying shame and guilt, like we're your people. Like you don't have to go back to that other, you know what I mean? We're having a women's circle. Yeah. The studio's donation base. Like you found you, your people. You need to have you a community. Yeah. That's the thing about AA. You have to have community. We are village people. Like we were born and like supposed to be in tribes and villages. Like yeah. we aren't supposed to be alone. Well, we, it is, right? Like opposite of addiction is connection. Like we need connection. Yeah, and it doesn't like have it to is. be just well, you not, know. Yeah, not just addiction, but all of it. Yeah. Yeah. And like it doesn't have to be like you don't have to be forever stuck in a 12 step program. Like if you're yeah. outgrew it and you're, you know, feeling yeah, they say like you can't graduate AA, but I feel like you like in a way can the 13th step, the 13th step. Welcome to hey. the 13th step. <laughs> no, <laughs> not really, in the I way that you like... think that it is. This <laughs> is the 13th step. Yeah. Mind out of the gutters. Yeah, please. <laughs> We're not dating really <clears throat> sober people here. Yeah. I mean, but we can. Why is that? That rule could be made up too. Yeah. Like that. Those are the things, right? Like, why are these all these restrictions and all these things? And like, who cares? So many people that I sponsored, they were like, told you that you had to tell people to not be in a relationship for a year. And then there's a ton of people that I know that I was like, maybe you shouldn't do that. That's what they say. Yeah. And then they do it, and they're like married and having babies and families. Hey. And yeah. You right know what here. I mean? So it's You're like at it. the rules are made up. The rules are made up. Um, so, I feel like we say it so much, but it's just it's just so true. The rules are made up. Yeah, and as long as you're like, you know, not, you know, hurting people or whatever, right? We did those things. So um, we're just going to talk about like what we're doing now, like what the 13th step looked like for us. Like when I started, when I started realizing that like these things and these teachings and didn't align with me anymore, which is totally okay because I evolved as a human being. I wholeheartedly believed that I was sick and that I was going to be sick forever mm. and that I was born sick yeah. and the teachings of AA and that the phenomenon of craving and if I were to use again that I would be instantly shooting heroin and homeless <laughs> back and yeah. all these things. I believed it. I I said it. I repeated it over and over again. Yeah. I said it from mics. I said it in front of thousands of people. I did those things, right? Like I spoke at big conferences. Like I, I spoke at Ikipa, like International Conference of Young People of A. I said these things because in that time and in that moment, that was my truth. And I believe that wholeheartedly because yeah. that's what I was told. Same. That's what I was taught. Yeah, same. I came from being, I shot, started shooting heroin at 16 years old. I, you know, the opiates, it just, I was a runner and I did from 16 to 25, I was a raging drug addict and yeah. I was a seeker and I just wanted relief. I just needed relief. I needed relief. I needed relief. Yeah, escape. I eventually came into a program so broken from doing drugs as a child to meeting these people and learning these lessons and everything aligned, everything they said was my truth and and I felt it and I finally felt whole and I finally mm. started to do the work. But I, again, am a seeker and I need relief. And eventually I can only write so many fourth steps and I can yeah. only do so many only things. Only do so much at that And point. I could only do the 11th step and like talk about my character defects so much and like do all these things to eventually being Continue like. Continue making my amends, doing my living amends. It's like, yeah. yeah. 
amazing, yeah, right? But that was so nine. Much. I did it for nine years. Yeah. And eventually. Long time. So when I was six years sober is when I started my yoga teacher training because I, I worked in drug and alcohol treatment for a really long time. Um, and I'm going to really work on not trying to say, um, so this is like a whole process. So I'm going to be aware of it. <laughs> I'm in like, I'm in like, I'm really working on it. This is all new. That was our feedback. I'm in like, <laughs> yeah, it's our own personal feedback. Nobody actually said that to us. <laughs> well, some... hubby. Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah. Daddy Dill. But that's okay. We also need people to hold us accountable. Yes. And I love constructive criticism. I can handle it. I'm yeah. not like, Always. I want to change. Always. I want to be you better. You tell us. We need the feedback to keep this going, right? Like, that's how this works. So I took my first yoga teacher training after I had Xavier 200 hour because I wanted to start teaching drug. I wanted to start teaching yoga in treatment yep. centers. That's really what my passion still is, what I'm doing now. And um, the the questions and the diving deeper and the getting to know myself and the getting to trust myself and like all of those things, right? Like and breath work and sound healing and vibrational healing and booty yoga of love like booty. shaking out we my love booty. Our issues lie in our tissues. Like it, the most unutilized depression, anxiety, mood enhancer is physical exercise. Yep. You have to move your body. A have sound to move your body. body is a sound mind. If yep. I'm not moving my body and I'm not physically fit, it's not about the way that I look. Yeah, cool. Like there's bonuses about like the physical appearance of working yep. out on and a consistent care of basis. Yourself. Yeah. But if you're not moving your body, if you're not being like and you're not this could include this could like literally just include dancing. Like yeah. get up and dance around your house. Like on days that I don't feel like working out, but I just need to like literally move to feel better about myself. Like, you know, the days you get stuck in the couch and you're just like, fuck, I just need to like get up and move around. Like, dude, music on the Alexa and I'm just dancing with the kids. And like, it's like an instant endorphin release. Yeah. Yeah. Booster. Duh. Booster. Like, hello. That's so like good. our body creates those chemicals like on their own. And yes, you have to learn how to <laughs> attain those things without substances and like know that your body's capable of yeah. all these things and then you're like oh okay cool like I really feel like I'm healing also food diet like listen I'm not perfect <laughs> I'll eat a steak and cheese I love pizza you know but I don't have the best diet either. I eat whatever I want whenever I want yeah same but I also make sure that I move my body yeah. at least five or six times a week. Like I have to be doing a regular yoga practice, even if that's waking up in the morning and doing three sun salutations. Like I'm doing something to physically move my body yep. to release the energy, to release the trauma from my body. It's so important. And like I said, the most underutilized depression, like anxiety, like tool, like and we need to be doing it. Yeah. Mind, body, spirit, meditating. And meditation, everyone's like, oh, I can't meditate. Blah, blah, blah. You, you know, just be present in the moment. Yeah, Take a shower. It's a learning curve for sure. I'm still very, very, very like can't sit for longer than five minutes. Like you have to train your mind. Like it takes time to train your mind, I feel like, to yeah. really get quiet. Yeah, and you can basically start with just like brushing your teeth. This is like always yeah. what I say to in the, the people. In the shower, and, like, washing be, my hair. Yeah, in the moment. Like just be where you're at. Sit yeah. with your hand on your heart, hand on your belly, and just breathe and breathe in, into the moment. You just yeah. need to be in this moment because we spend so much of our time in the future and in the past and worrying and 
you know, yeah. all the things. And that's, that's just going to send you into a spiral too. So if you can just get into the practice of doing mind, body, spirit work, and that's what yoga and my yoga teacher training started to teach me. And then, you know, I started to do that. And then I started to question and then I did EMDR and then I did landmark and, you know, and we'll talk about those things Mm. and we'll have people on here that are going to talk about all of these other things differently. But we really wanted to talk about what we're doing and, and, you know, share our 13th step. And because it's not like you can just leave AA. We don't want anybody to think, oh, we're just going to leave AA and you're cured and you're going to be fine. Yeah. I don't think... I think every single human being, even if they didn't pick up a substance or a drug or an alcohol or gambling or an eating disorder or all these other things that we're going to talk about, yeah, you still should be doing these things yeah, you for your outlet. body. Yeah, and you need an outlet, like no matter what. Like you need a positive, healthy outlet. Yeah, you need to move your body mm-hmm. physically. You need to do something for your mind and connect your spirit. Like yeah. our souls and who we are to our divine needs those things because if everybody doesn't think that like i always talk about it tomorrow's the full moon and um we record on mondays so the full moon would have been yesterday but because wednesday yeah you know women wednesday post on wednesdays (laughs) but so we're going through a full moon the full moon creates the tides right we're 70 percent water yeah the the moon affects us like full moons, new moons, like it affects us who we are. So if we can start to connect in that and really like set intentions with the new moon cycle and the full moon cycle and, yeah. and, and it could be simple as that as just having like a small gratitude practice, just something that you start to feed your spirit, even music. I get out here. Yeah, music's and I, my thing. You all know. Y'all know music is mine. Well, it's just it's so like funny. It. it just instantly, I'll be out here you know listening to cardi b and thinking that <laughs> back in the day you know hustling drug stripping and it just like instantly sends me back there and then i'm like oh wait like that i'll just throw some you know some jagadesh on and like bring myself back to center and peace and quiet yeah. and, and all the things right yeah, so we were just talking about that like how i've been like wanting a calmer vibe lately yeah like i'm always like go 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 got like the house music blaring or like cardi b and i'm like i just want like a chiller vibe lately like that just like centering calming vibe yeah not go 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 well here's the newsflash right like we are what we feed our spirit yeah so the music like what you're listening to like what who you're surrounding you you are like your friends like what you're taking in like even in a world of social media like what Mm -hmm. we take in what we scroll like i'm constantly like trying to like mindful scroll now like if i start to read something that i'm just like nope i'm like keep it moving moving. like i can't even finish reading it because i'm like nope like i choose what negative news i want to hear today yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, why are you following people? Like, don't follow people that, like, you're jealous or, like, angry yeah. or resentment at. Like, don't go Comparison looking at those things. is the thief of joy. It's the worst. You are those. You become that. You mm-hmm. are what you feed your spirit. So, and, like, I'm, you know, we're not perfect. So, sometimes I do love to throw on Cardi B and Megan Stallion and do all the things and do Listen, rat shit. Listen, you know? all about it's balance. It's all about balance. I'm, you know, we, we're just out here just trying to yeah. be and honest and real and And I am not one to be vulnerable. like, oh, I'm, like, all this mighty zen. Like, no fucking way. 
<laughs> like if you know me, you know, like I turn up, I'm loud. Like that's just like how I am. But that's okay because it's free of judgment. That doesn't make us any exactly. less or more spiritual than anybody, anybody else. else. That's what we're trying to prove. Like it, it doesn't matter what it looks like. Th- like that's the stigma. We're shattering stigmas. Mm-hmm. Big time. Yeah. Just out here. Yeah. Shattering them all. So, you know, after that, we just continue to dig deeper. The 13th step is about digging deeper. deeper. And it's about learning how to trust yourself. It's about learning how to understand, tune into your gut wisdom, tune into that piece that everybody has a divine inner knowing of when you're going to do something that's right and wrong. And cool, do the wrong thing. It's going (laughs) to happen. That's your journey to identify it. Why do you keep making the same patterns? Why do you keep making these decisions that are continuously causing you harm? What trauma from your past created that pattern to your adult life? Whether it's picking the same kind of men, picking the same kind of women, dating the same kind of asshole, you know, whatever it is, getting in the job, being the people pleaser, What is it that you are causing yourself the most pain in your life? Because you're causing it. Yeah. We're not a victim here. Nope. Nobody's a victim. Newsflash. (laughs) Newsflash. It's you. It's you. All the fingers point at you, hon. It's yourself. (laughs) And it's your responsibility. You show up. Every single time, every single thing, every single lesson is about you. You're your own inner healer. You have to show up for you. And that's the thing about about everything in the journey like I'm not responsible for anybody's healing I'm here as a guide I'm here as somebody that can you know Taylor's here as a guide like we're here to share our experience but I'm not taking responsibility for any of it yeah agreed agreed it's nobody's responsibility but your own you got to show up. You're going to listen to the podcast. You're going to do the things. You're going to go to You have to, to put meeting. in the work. That's another thing that's like, right? Like we're not promising you results unless you put in the work. Like we could say that all these things work, but until you do them, they're not going to be working. Do you know what I mean? Or if you're sitting in AA and you're like, you know how I was where you're like, fuck, if I have to go to this meeting one more time or if I have to read <laughs> Bill's story one more time. One more fucking time. I might go crazy because it just wasn't working. It was like honestly causing me more pain at yeah. this point. I it was, was like, making wow. me more sick. I would go to these meetings and everybody it was like full of drama. And then I would partake in the drama. Yep. And then I would feel it's bad. It's like, what am I going to wear tonight? Who am I going to see? It's like, dude, I'm about to be married with two fucking kids. Like I have no reason to be in these halls. Yeah. Like no fucking reason. I cannot be. This is not it. This ain't it. Yeah, it just came to a point where it wasn't bringing me the same peace that it was bringing me in the beginning. Exactly. And it started to cause me more pain. And it brought people in my life and friends in my life. God, some of the friends that I met in AA have caused me the most harm. The most harm. Literally. The most fucking harm. Yeah. Same. And and then it's like, you know, it, it, it just, it is what it is. So I've now like met other people or like have a few friends still that like were you know in AA that I met in AA and now like you know whatever hi hey it's me <laughs> and then I have <laughs> friends that are completely normal and like I finally have friends that like actually love me and exactly love me unconditionally and don't judge and don't use and don't 
you know, jealous. Like jealousy is literally yeah. the craziest thing because that's just like never what I felt about any woman. Like I just want to like empower. And, you know, maybe back in the day in like my first couple of years, I totally felt that way, right? Yeah. Like I had all those emotions I wanted to be other people and looked at other people's lives like I wanted them. I think that's normal though, right? Like that's human nature. Yeah. Yeah. But not to the point where I'd be so jealous that I want to cause somebody like harm and hurt. Yeah. And like be sharing stuff on Facebook that's like harmful and like, yeah, you know, sick. Do like We're sick things. Sick. Yeah. yeah. And just like bash people and like talk about people behind their oh back. Oh my God. Facebook memories is like a fucking... I hate it so much. I'll literally get like Facebook memories pop up. I'm like, I said that shit. I did that shit. Like delete. Like I can't. I can't even. Yeah. I do my best to meditate for 20 minutes a day in this meditation twice a day in this meditation. Just to be realistic, y'all, I definitely do not meditate for 20, 20 minutes a day. Just so we can gauge that. Just so you can have some relatability here. I do like five. But this... This specific meditation is very like yeah. You that can is sit a meditation down. that you have to be deep into. I feel like though. No, you don't. That's the beautiful part about it. If really? they take meditation, no, you sit down for twenty minutes, and if the kids need me to wipe their ass or need me to get to something, I can get up and go get it You're and kidding. just sit back down. No, I know. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, Vedic meditation is like you like obviously don't want to have to do those things, but like it's very like friendly to yeah, like flexible. Like yeah, you can life. just do it. Yeah, yeah, it's really just about wow, sitting I didn't know here. That. Yeah, I'll have it, to look into that. Yeah, George, he'll he um he's an amazing teacher. Um, but yeah, so shout out to the nourished events they are amazing they pop up in new hampshire we're actually having one here at the studio on friday there will probably be a few spots um by the time wednesday is if you want to sign up it'll be here at the sacred moon um but yeah check them out nourished a little shout out plugs whenever i can my from a people from a people that have helped me heal along the way right like and they you know free of judgment it is what it is it's everybody's path so that's you know, that's what, that's what today's message is, is, right? Like the 13th step, like you can't just leave one healing pathway and just not do something. You have to continue yeah. to do work on yourself. Release the dark wound and let love live. And learn how to love yourself because that's yep. it. Just think about that, right? Like if you actually love yourself and you actually do those things, you are not going to treat your body in a way where you're going to want to drink every day, where you're going to want to get blacked out. So that's the takeaway of today's 13th step is to continue to do anything that you can that makes you feel good that makes you have self-love yeah nourish your mind too yeah nourish your mind body spirit that's what they talk about in the big book mind body spirit but like what does it actually talk about in the big book about mind body spirit just tells you to do it so go do it in other ways and not like sleeping with people and like do all those things because I've tried all that and it doesn't really work. It just causes yeah. you more pain. It causes so much pain. Or gambling or food. Shopping. Oh. My God, do I have a shopping addiction. Same shopping. Actually, you know, since my divorce, I haven't um, I haven't been shopping as much because, you know, my financial situation's changed <laughs> a bit. <laughs> but it um, doesn't even matter because I'm so grateful. My life is really, you know, going up from here. I'm super excited. But we wanted to share a couple of our messages that we got. Um, mm. We each just kind of picked our favorite one that really like resonated the most. But I'm telling you, 
I got at least 30 DMs, messages on Facebook, yeah. people just like, guys, like, this isn't outpour. even an exaggeration. Like, we, I actually want to like take them all screenshots. We'll obviously cross people's names out and stuff just to keep them anonymous, but we're going to be posting them because they're just so beautiful. And I think a lot of people could relate. So they'll definitely be up and posted. Yeah. And share and reach out to us. We want you to be here. Yeah. We pre record these. So, and share like, with someone that you think needs this, right? Like, this, like, sharing is caring in every in every aspect of the word like yeah and like our stuff and share our stuff and you know like our instagrams and so we can reach more stuff. people we want to reach more people the goal is to reach as many people as we can um but this woman said just finished your words messages are as powerful as ever as they've always been for me in every phase of life since we met the journey to recover and heal and grow can't always be confined to a single structure. There shouldn't be this shadow of shame leaving AA. It's such a taboo topic, but so important to bring it to light. Can't wait for the next episode. We got you, girl. Next episode. 13 step A. Okay, I'll a. read one too. Okay, right here. Okay, this one I really, really loved, and I think a lot of people re will relate to this. So... She says, hi, I figured at some point someone would be like me. I was in AA for a while, but never felt fully accepted or intuitively comfortable. Just my experience. I think the community and principles of AA saved my life as well, but I felt as though the talk about how awful I was just stopped being productive for me. The cutting off people when they relapsed didn't seem like a community I wanted to be a part of anymore. I am like you girls, happy for people who find their way back to themselves through that process. Healing for me has been or is through many modalities and I'm learning more every day. I continue to make a million mistakes, but go forth with strength and conviction after learning to love myself unconditionally. I still work in the field and the truth is un unresolved trauma is most of the time what leads people down a path of destruction. I appreciate you girls shedding light on some important facts. Keep speaking up. This is just like, I think so. I picked this one specifically because it touches on this very last sentence, right? I still work in the field and the truth is unresolved trauma is the most is most of the time what leads people down that path. So that's just like what we've been trying to say. Like it's all like unhealed, unresolved trauma. And I got a lot of messages from like older people too, like right, my aunts and just like it Dill's, Dill's family, like just a, a bunch of older women. I don't want to say older women because they're still very young and beautiful, but like that generation just being like we were so taught to like keep our feelings in a box and like keep that box shut and like never bring it up again or like never talk about it never walk through it never get through it never never acknowledge it just stuff it yeah just stuff, stuff, stuff it stuff, stuff. and so like Make you don't everything look amazing on the outside yeah. and i'm good at that too you know yeah. social media is a liar i did that for a really long yeah. time i'm really good at making everything look really good on the, on outside. the outside and then I like think, yeah Right? It's, highlight yeah. reels. That's like highlight social reels. media is a fucking liar, okay? And everybody needs to understand that. Yep. And it just is what it is. Yeah, that's why I try to always keep it real. Like, I literally, like, my bio is, like, not a highlight reel. I keep it real because, like, I just don't sugarcoat shit. And I, like, tell you when I'm having a bad day. I tell you when I'm, like, knee-deep in fucking depression and, like, not wanting to come out of my room, like, some days. But, like, I keep it real because that's relatable and that's real life. And I feel like in the in the world that we live in now, it's, like, a lot of more people are waking up and talking about their feelings and being okay with talking about their feelings, which is incredible. But it's so hard um, comparing your life to everything on social media because we live in such a social media culture right now. Like everything is social media. So it can be very toxic and not 
not so great for your mental health, right? Yeah, and here's the other thing: don't compare yourself to us either, because yeah, don't like please we're not don't here for that. We're, we're so just, like the realest people, like nothing special. Like we have normal, regular lives. Like we're ordinary people. Like just here, knowing that we have a message, yeah, and knowing just that we're, knowing that we can help. We really want to just help these women that are reaching out because clearly we knew that yeah. this was going to be the thing. We went on our retreat. We figured out we were going to do a podcast because something came to us from the universe and guided us to do it. And here we are. And we are and not medical. And it was nerve wracking. It was yeah. nerve wracking. Like we were like, what if nobody messages us? What if nobody reaches out? You know, but it's like we knew one person, at least one person. Yeah. And we're like not here giving anybody advice. If you, there's something nope. that you hear and you're like, oh, maybe that'll work for me. Cool. But also know that we're not here giving anybody advice. We are literally here. But to we share are at the same time. We're giving you the simple facts of like, go take care of your mind, your body and your spirit by like moving your body, eating right or reading some books, like doing things that benefit your personal self. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, nothing where we're like, oh, yeah, please, like, run away from AA if you're in yeah, AA. Yeah, exactly. And, like, you know, exactly. go and, like, do other things that, like, you know, maybe we have done or haven't done or whatever. That's just, like, not it. Like, nobody's... No. We're not We're not here. promoting anything. No. Nope. We're not promoting any type of lifestyle. Nope. Like, we're literally just talking about healing trauma. That's it. Healing. And how we've healed our trauma to now know that I am not sick forever yeah. and I absolutely can trust myself mm -hmm. and I absolutely can live a completely normal life just like everybody else now that I've like done the trauma work, now that I've sat in the shadows, now yeah. that I've done the real work that needed to heal my body so that way I didn't hurt myself anymore. Yeah. Agreed. And sometimes I still hurt myself, but and like cause myself pain and we're not perfect and we're just like on this journey together and yeah, human. Um, human, 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 period. We're here to just identify our human. Yeah. And like, hopefully you don't feel alone and hopefully you know that you now found your people yeah. and we run a women's circle and we're, you know, Sacred Rebels is hopefully going to be this Grow. and then the women's circle and we're going to do retreats. our, we're going to do retreats and we're going to do all things women empowerment and healing and healing trauma. Generational, 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 ancestral, all of it, woman deep-rooted trauma patriarchy <laughs> <laughs> we ain't here for it fuck narcissists we ain't here for <laughs> it, here for it. <laughs> so yeah so we really hope you enjoyed our episode of yeah. sacred rebels and we'll close how we always close with another big deep breath yes oh we're so excited though we have april on next week you mm. guys will love her She's going to be talking all about um, holistic medicinal ways of going inward yeah. and doing some inward work. So stay tuned for next week's episode as well. But as always, we love you guys so much. And so grateful that you took the time to listen and, you know, share and share space with us. Yeah. So hand on the heart, hand on the belly. Big breath through the nose. Exhale, let that fucking shit go. <laughs> it's not serving you anymore. <laughs> See you later. Bye. Bye.
Thanks so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule to listen to what we have to say. It means the world. As always, we want to end this episode by reminding you that we are not medical professionals and we are not giving any type of medical advice. We simply are sharing our experience and solutions. We are here with the intentions of reminding you that you are never alone and that everyone's healing journey is unique to the individual. Stay well, sacred rebels. See you next time.